Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and um, you know your regularly scheduled episode will be up in just a few minutes. Uh, I just wanted to uh, take a moment. Uh, to address a bunch of things that have been happening lately. Uh, first of all, uh, this episode is a little bit delayed. Uh, Beverly and I have been globetrotting a bit, and a lot of shit's been happening in both our lives. So uh, we'll be addressing that in the next episode. This particular episode uh, was recorded a few weeks ago. So um, again, sorry about the delay. Um, it's going to be a good one, I promise. Um, but also, I wanted to take a moment to, you know, talk about um, the disasters uh, that have hit you know, um, places that are very near and dear to our hearts. We, you know, we talk about Puerto Rico, we talk about Mexico very regularly. Um, uh, Mexico has suffered uh, three earthquakes in, <laughs> in, two, in a period of two weeks, while Puerto Rico has suffered uh, two hurricanes in, in, again, like one week, 10 days, something like that. So, you know, um, both, um, you know, both are uh, places where many of our friends either hail from or live, um, and so obviously we're very concerned for them, but also just for the general populace. I mean, you know, these are, you know, uh, Puerto Rico and the rest of the Caribbean are pretty adept at handling um, hurricanes, but these two particular ones uh, have been, you know, have had devastating um, effects. Um, a dam broke recently, so. Um, it, it's not been great, and then again, um, hundreds of people have died uh, in the uh, just crumbling of buildings in, in Mexico City, Puebla, uh, Morelos, um, even outside of Mexico City in Xochimilco, where, you know, the, the houses and the buildings are pretty low-lying. Xochimilco is a sort of a water market. Um, still, like, you know, buildings just fell apart. A lot of people are uh, homeless um, or, or in shelters. Um, it's been very cool uh, seeing a lot of uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of like musicians and and reps and artists and just general people that I like respect. Not only um, doing fundraisers and stuff, but like um, you know getting their hands dirty. Uh, you know, uh, wasted fates from Nafi, um, Edich from Blop Radio. They've both been uh, posting a lot. Again, they're they're like on the ground. Um, you know, with shovels and stuff like that, you know, reporting live. And I mean, social media has been an incredible tool uh, for people to stay on top of what's happening. You know, just, oh, hey, you know, there's this shelter. There aren't that many people here. Tell people that they can come here. You know, hey, we need more um, more shovels or tools or whatever. Like, again, people have been very uh, on top of it. Uh, friends like, you know, of the, the Chicago fam, um, you know, are already sending things. Um, I saw Jonathan and, and, and Caro Fotos from Chicago um, sending like peluches and clothes and stuff like that. And really, a lot of people have been doing that. There have been uh, fundraisers in many different cities. Uh, Normal has organized, has like basically tapped its entire network um, and organized shows in like uh, Costa Rica, Colombia. Uh, I think something in, in, in LA is happening or something in the Caribbean. I'm, I'm not quite sure. There's just been a lot of stuff happening. So first off, yeah, like we're sending our love, we're sending our prayers um, to, to Puerto Rico and Mexico. But also I wanna remind you as a good old atheist, prayers don't do enough. So, you know, if you can't go and volunteer, donate, you know, put your money where your prayers are. Um, and so I just wanted to uh, shout out a couple of organizations where you could, um, you know, where you could make donations. Um, Remezcla, uh, who Beverly and I both write for, uh, have also been on top of, um, you know, um, highlighting 
different organizations that you can trust. I mean, I, I know trust is a big thing with this. You know, just sending money to the void um, is a bit, uh, you know, uh, unnerving, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so you can always go on Remezcla. Remezcla has, has lists of organizations that you can use to donate um, to Puerto Rico. Uh, some that you can donate for Mexico. There are uh, events happening all through like the weekend and the week um, that you can go out and, and support and the proceeds will go to, to benefit um, people who have been affected by these disasters. So um, just very quickly, I wanted to highlight for Mexico, um, Topos, the Topos organization, um, were, were like the first responders uh, in, for the 1985 uh, Mexico City earthquake uh, that left, um, you know, like that killed about 10,000 people um, I mean, honestly, horrifying. Um, and, you know, and, and it's important to note that, like, not only is Mexico City on um, uh, an old lake bed, um, which amplifies the vibrations of the earthquakes, but also its, its infrastructure is not equipped for that since they don't receive earthquakes very often. So um, this Topos organization, uh, Topos means moles, so, like, literally, like, digging. like, um, and, and they are, again, um, everybody, all my friends in Mexico City are vouching for, these, uh, for this organization. Um, so you can donate to them at uh, donativos at brigada-rescate-topos.org. Um, that's their PayPal account. Or you can go for more uh, information at www.topos.mxmexico.mx. All right. So, um, and then for Puerto Rico, there's any number uh, of organizations that are, you know, uh, I don't know, active. <laughs> um, so we have the Fundación Comunitaria de Puerto Rico. Uh, we have Hurricane Maria Children's Relief Fund, Save the Children. Um, and again, you can always just Google any of these um, and they will, um, you know, they will, I'm sure they will lead you to, um, to links that you can make donations at. Um, you can also uh, look up Caritas Puerto Rico, Fondos Unidos de Puerto Rico, and Maria and Irma uh, Puerto Rico Real-Time Recovery Fund. So again, this is specifically a fund for the, for the two recent um, uh, hurricanes that affected Puerto Rico. And I mean, and still like huge shout outs to uh, the people in Florida and, and uh, in Texas who've been affected by Harvey, who were affected by Irma. Um, I don't quite know if Maria is going to be hitting ground on the U.S. or not, but um, I mean, just literally thousands of people have been displaced um, from any number of countries and cities. So just, you know, if, if there's anything that you can do, we encourage you to do so. Uh, we've made our donations and we're obviously trying to share uh, as much information as we can. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, your regularly scheduled episode is coming up next. It's a good one. Uh, it's a little <laughs> um, perkier than this segment. But uh, again, thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Hey guys, my name is Richard Villegas. 
And I'm Beverly Bryan, and this is another episode of Song Mess. We're excited because we have a bunch of songs because we need to get them all out and to you because we are wrapping up the summer. It's been a crazy one, and this is kind of a crazy episode. I'm yes, not Lord. really sure what Richard's doing. I'm really excited to bring you guys some bullshit. Uh, this is the miseducation of Richard Villegas, and I, I'm just happy uh, to have myself an unpopular opinion episode. So we're going to start with this remix of Taylor Swift's recent Look What You Made Me Do, and this is by Boss and Drama, the superstar DJ from Brazil. It's a little funk carioca spin on a pile of flaming trash. <laughs> Enjoy. Don't like your kingdom cake. Say once belongs to me. You asked me for a place to sleep. Locked me out and threw a feast. Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, but if anyone can improve Taylor Swift or like make her um, digestible for me, it would be Boston Drama. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, um, it, you know, this, uh, I mean, this, this episode is, be, is, is going to be airing a, a few weeks after we record it. But currently, as we are, uh, as we are recording, this is still a new song. And plenty of think pieces have been written about it, you know, with her white feminism, Tumblr feminism, her, you know, non-political, somehow still outraged sort of persona. So, yeah, so like, you know, she sucks and that's fine. Um, and she has a ton of money and that, that's fine, I guess as well. But it seems um, like her concept of feminism only extends to anytime someone has personally wronged her. Yeah, absolutely. It was just like, Oh, the world is falling apart. But what we're going to talk about today is about how 
Kanye West wronged me a good eight months ago. Um, <laughs> or eight years ago? Well, that as well. Can you believe that, like, you know, when that shit happened at the VMAs, like, all those years ago, we were all like, huh, weird. And, like, we didn't realize that it was going to, like, lead into, like, the world of pop music sort of collapsing into itself. Or it was planned that way, and they're just still trying to, like, hang on to that. Illuminati. Yeah. No, this that's the thing. Is I just think nothing in pop music is real. I, I understand. I, it's fair. It's a fair assumption. Um, and so, yeah. And so, I mean, this song is, again, it's it's utter trash. Every single article that, that has come up about it, uh, it's basically panned it. And um, and I'm, I'm in that boat. And then, like, again, this, this remix by Boston Drama kind of hit, like, it literally landed like the day after and then it kind of blew up like in the blogs. Like I noticed like, I mean, he was very excited that it was kind of a success. And so he shared a bunch of like different posts about it. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm just kind of obsessed with it. Like, I guess like the, the funk carioca aspect of it is just like, it's upsetting enough that it's just like, I kind of appreciate the train wreck that it is. It's, it's as though two wrongs do make a right. It kind of gives me life. It kind of gives me uh, Now, you privilege. have another remix so, of a song of the summer, a putative song of the summer. <laughs> so, right. So, we were we were having a conversation about this before, about, like, what the songs of the summer were. Um, and I think Despacito indisputably win it, won it, even though, you know, like, we aren't supporting it whether we want it or not it is the song of the summer i mean it's still it's playing not, i'm always i'm always the one who's like protesting i'm like it's not my song of the summer like it's not my president exactly yes Although, ma'am like, despacito is honestly compared to what the other songs of the summer have been the last few years running okay this is better than fancy well at least there was melanin yeah it's not, <laughs> it's not um iggy azalea yeah as long as it's not iggy azalea i'm like that's fine this can be my song of the summer when people were like iggy azalea i'm like that that fancy song was like, I oh, recall. this is the uh, this is the song of the summer. I was like, this is not my song of the summer. That's not my president. See, my memory is revisionist. I always think of it as X and a, a Charlie XCX song, and not. I'm like Iggy who Azalea Banks. She wasn't on that. Um, and so, well, yeah. So the the other kind of undisputed uh, song of the summer has to be Cardi B's Bodak Yellow. And I have to say, it kind of came into my orbit because the Radio Manea girls played it on their show. And um, I'd, I'd been hearing everybody talk about it. Influencers. And, and Relevant like, influencers. I just, I didn't want to admit it. I didn't, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I don't listen to radio. I don't care about pop music. And then it's but just- Cardi B is cool. I mean, I, I knew her from like YouTube and being like, no, not YouTube. I'm sorry. From like Facebook videos and Instagram videos, like her being just ridiculous and messy and hilarious. Um, and so at first I was really disappointed because the song itself is not like messy and hilarious. It's just like, it's, you know, just, you're very sort of straightforward. Like I'm a bad bitch. I get all this money kind of rap song. Um, and then like the more that I heard it, the more I was into it. Um, and so, uh, again, because I, I'm, I'm that hipster asshole, we're not playing the Bodak Yellow, Bodak Yellow. We're playing the Spanish remix featuring Messiah, Messiah, a Dominican rapper from New York City as well. I believe he lives in Harlem. Um, and the shit still goes off, man. That's a fact. Cardi B y de el trap soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quiera comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. 
Esta canción es pa' mi cuni y mi cuero Un show mío lo que estuvo hace un año entero Si me ve no me salude, tú y yo no somos amigas Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía Dice que tú puedes contra mí, vamos a averiguar, vamos allá Soy rapera y también yo sé pelear You in the club, tú chapeando, yo llegando y cobrando Siempre estoy depositando, tan cansada de mí en el banco En verdad, no me importa a quien yo le carga más Llevo dos meses, en seis meses nadie me puede parar I don't bother with these hoes, don't let these hoes bother me All these bitches on me, sí, a todas se copian de mí Mira, yo me robo a tu novio, hago coro con tu esposo Tu jebo está apiciado, sé que lo tengo sabroso Yo se lo pongo en el pozo, I'm like, okay Yo le pido lo que quiera, él me compra mi cartera Y una jipeta, lo tengo tan apiciado Que hasta me paga mi renta Soy la madura en la calle, no you probably heard of me Me busque, me arregle los dientes Hope you hoes no en chica Pago la renta de mi madre Y no dependo de nadie Si no hablas de dinero, es mejor que ni The little bitch, you can fuck with me, ni aunque tú quieras. That's a fact. Cardi B y de el trap soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quieras comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. Esta canción es pa mi cuni y mi cuero. Un show mío lo que estuvo hace un año entero. Si me ve no me salude. Tú y yo no somos amigas. Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía. Dice que tú puedes contra mí. Suelta eso, be nigga, please. Todos mis shows son pagos, ninguno gratis. Créeme a mí, no haga que yo coja aquí un felony. I'm the big D for well, these niggas know my pedigree. Honestly, I got bad bitches that wanna fuck with me. Suck on me, ride me crazy y dejarme seco a mí. Que yo no estaba sonando, que no estaba haciendo bulla. Dije que estaba apagado y pegado con la jeva tuya. Ando con mi primo Lucas, un corito sano y con par de putas. Lo que tu gato una noche en botella, soy yo los gatos en refiles de juca. Los cueros dicen mesita de pinga porque no da y después se embala. A los mejores ya pensaba que yo iba a darle y después mudarla. Andamos en la calle, o sea en la llegada. Andamos fumando Bajeli, Purple Haze y Mijilba. Hablan mierda a tu espalda y cuando te ven ellos no dicen nada. Ando con mi hermano DJ Hover and tonight we gonna shake the block. Say little bitch, you can fuck with me, ni aunque tú quieras. That's a fact. Cardi B y D, el trap soy la mamá. Hit the store y compro todo lo que quiera comprar. I'm a boss, you a worker, yo adelante y tú atrás. Esta canción es pa' mi cuni y mi cuero. Un show mío lo que estuvo hace un año entero Si me ve no me salude, tú y yo no somos amigas Si tú no haces dinero, tú no eres de la mía Ya, un corito sano for the summer, y'all Yes You know, Messia is dope in English and Spanish. Yes. I want him to be much more famous than he is. Yes. Um, yeah. He, uh, I mean, look, the the original version in English is, you know, it's just better. Her English is just far stronger than her Spanish. It's not, her Spanish is not good enough for it to be a seamless transition, but it still goes off. 
and Messias like verses are fantastic. Like I really, 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 really like Messias presence here. It, um, I don't know. It's just like a different angle and perspective. And I don't know. I really, really, really enjoy this. I think they're well matched. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, these two songs, I, again, I just like the, the, the list of songs that I brought in today, uh, are basically songs that are not very me. Um, and just sort of me falling on my face, uh, after saying a lot of shit, um, again, talking shit about Taylor Swift a few episodes back and, you know, Cardi B, which is like super radio friendly hip hop, which if you know me, you know, it's not my jam. Uh, and again, we have a couple of other things here that are basically going to ruin my reputation, uh, with this episode that I'm very excited to share with you all. I'm here. I'm here for the trolling. This episode is titled Richard loses his indie cred. I think I am going to call it the, the miseducation of Richard Villegas. I I really, I'm into it. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out to one of my, uh, uh, graphic designer friends to see if I can get replicate the cover for song mess. I think that that is amazing. (laughs) Um, So I've got one of my own little unpopular opinions up Mm. next. Um, I've got one too. I think you're in the majority with this one, actually. People really liked Duele. Yeah, people did. I'm in the the minority here. We're about to play Duele by Bomba Estereo, which makes my, uh, the fact that I like this song, an unpopular opinion with Richard. Uh, Indeed. Richard hates Duele. I did not like it at first. I haven't written about the new Bomba Stereo album, even though like I've written about them before. I like them a lot. I didn't really get around to it, even though like when I finally listened to the album, though, I was I kind of got it like, mm. OK, this album, it's like a, it's a lot more electronic. It's a lot more spare. It's a lot more hip hop. It's a lot more like dance music. And when I listened to the whole album, I realized that like, um, they're just going in a different direction. Um, this is uh, this is sort of their Nene Cherry Eurodance side. It reminds me of when they released like um, or like High Energy or whatever was going on New Beat in the eighties when they did like remember they okay Bomba Stereo a long time ago did a, an EP where they did like various versions of a very loose cover of. Um, of technotronic, technotronic. yeah, yeah. Ponte, bom, bom. ponte, bom, ponte, yeah. jam, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's this one is, of their best songs ever, in my is, opinion. That is a controversial opinion. Um, they, but you know, they. Um, this is one side of Bomba Stereo, and they just made a whole album of it, right? And you know, Duele actually, I didn't like because it's it's harsh, it's jangling. There's, you know, it it gets on your nerves, and I did not like the song until. I had a shitty day. Suddenly the song was playing in my head and I got it. All right, let's listen to that now. Esa mirada que no deja de mirarme Es el momento que no quiero recordar, no Los dos sabemos lo que pasó aquí No es suficiente, deja todo y huí Ese es el tiempo que quisiera regresar y Que nunca pasará más Imaginando que algún día volverá Mejor no pienso en demasiada soledad Duele 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 Silencios 
shit's corny. Ah. Corny, <clears throat> corny, girl. It's corny. My God, they're so corny. I just, I just feel like it's a great song for a crap day. And I, we need great songs for crap days. Look, I was a fan. I used to be a fan. When Elegancia Tropical happened, I was like, bitch, have you heard of Bombesterio? You know, I, I was that guy who was sharing the gospel. Ever since, I don't care. Um, I like I've seen them enough. Like this is one of the bands that I've seen perform the most, um, in, like in 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 my career life, sled, you know, whatever. At this point, um, I've seen them perform a good ten th- times. They're always always an excellent live band. And like you know, they when they just played in New York like last month, and you know everybody was super hyped. They had two sold out shows at Irving Plaza. Um, you know. Every single person that is somebody was like there, and like they were like, when I, when they were like, oh, am I gonna see a bomba tonight? I'm like, no. Um, and every like, I actually got like you know dragged a little bit by some people. Maybe you just OD'd. Well, no, it's just that they're corny. They got corny. So here's the thing that really stayed with me. So back when I lived in Chile, I went to Creamfields, and um, which this is back at like at the height of like EDM when it was just starting. Like David Guetta was there, and like that was a hot ticket. Um, and I remember him, you know, doing like little heart signs with his hand from behind the decks. And like, so everybody in the audience would do the heart signs back. And then I started seeing Lee Salmet do it. And Ooh. that immediately like killed my boner for Bomba Stereo. And, and like, and then I started realizing like the fandom that they had accrued was very normie and very. They're becoming like the U2 of Latin America. Very much. Well, I mean, Mana is the U2 of Latin America. Okay, but, but, that's a point taken. But they're, get, but they're, yeah, they're starting to build sort of that, like, they're more like the La, the the LCD sound system of Latin America. In oh that, God, you're right. In that like their fans are like very like basic. I don't want to say that, but it's like, it's very bro, very like, ah, culture. Um, you know, it's like one of those bands that like, if you like them, you're cool, but like, you're just a normal person. And again, it's fine. It's like, or, you know, okay. But I feel that way about Arcade Fire. So, which is fair. I mean, I'm an indie snob. I, I which is fair. I, I mean, try to hide it. I was, I was with them until neon, neon Bible. Um, but Which is actually when a lot of people got on board. Anyway. Well, and then I, I got off board on the okay. next album. Well, but, now that we've like uh, but jangled yeah, that's everyone's nerves with our terrible taste <laughs> and um, insulted millions of people. Which is fine. And y'all are just going to have to get over it because this is taste. our show, not yours. And five stars only. Get your own podcast. Hello. Oh, well, they, we they, have. They are. <laughs> um, no, we and we have actually. No, I've got a couple songs that will soothe everyone's nerves. These are very. These are songs that you can argue with she brought that real good shit y'all we've got it we're we're gonna make up for what this podcast has been so far i'm gonna pull it out with daniela spaya mm-hmm. and and this is a pretty new song of her forthcoming album called estamos tan bien or the song is anyway and uh next we've got um the marias and the song is called i don't know you and we'll tell you all about it when we come back in <laughs> urgentes, he intentado aceptarlo estos últimos meses, pero aquí estoy llorando y sigo sin entender cómo fue que se enfrió tu corazón, nos fuimos disolviendo y no me di cuenta de nada, cómo fue 
¿Y en qué momento se quebró? Si estábamos tan bien ¿Cómo me dejaste de amar? De golpe y sin avisar Sin pedir ayuda Y sin darme opción de salvarnos A tiempo ¿Cómo me dejaste de amar? De golpe y sin avisar No me diste opción Ninguna opción De salvarlo a tiempo Ahora que hago memoria Puedo ya Señales que diste anunciando el final Los abrazos quemaban, te querían matar Pero sin asustarme y sin hacerme sangrar Era tanta la distancia en tu interior Que estábamos durmiendo casi en camas separadas Pero era tanta mi paciencia y mi ilusión Que no lo pude ver Como me dejaste de amar
I'm really digging that, Bev. Um, the Marias in particular gave me like a little Buscabulla, a little Carla Morrison, a little the Chamanas, like that whispery but still groovy music. Um, I don't know. I'm here. Like how a little breathy, bossa nova-esque indie pop. Yeah. I'm a sucker for it. I was gone the first second I heard it. Yeah, absolutely. So the Marias are a band from LA, and normally I, I take points off from that. Um, Damn. Or for that. Uh, yes. Shout out to all the listeners in LA. Hey. Yeah, we're just going to tell the truth in this episode. <laughs> um, but no, th- these guys are good. And um, so Maria, I don't know her last name, but the Marias are called the Marias because the lead singer is Maria. Okay. And um, she's originally from Puerto Rico. I think oh. she grew up in Atlanta and now they live in LA. That's cool. So, and yeah, I don't know. I don't care about any bales in the band. That, (laughs) damn, that road life though. Yeah. No, so I'm like, yeah, oh, woman after my own heart. Just just keep moving until you find some place where they let you stay. Um, And then also um, a little bit about Daniela Spaya. She's from Argentina. She's got, I have, she's new to me, but uh, she's got some albums out and, um, she is, you know, one of those artists who settled in Mexico. And so, yeah, I just felt like we needed some soothing vibes to, to say farewell to summer. For real. Yeah. I mean, well, and it's funny because like, it, you know, even though we are starting the fall at this point, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of really juicy tropical jams came out, you know, um, in August, like right at the end of it all. Um, and so we're going to do another set of those. Um, so first uh, we're going to play a song by Mula and it's called Mañana. Um, and this track was done, um, I forget the name of the program, but they, they did sort of like this special program that was uh, maybe like a mentorship done by Diplo, um, with different Caribbean artists sort of. He's like, see, I am giving back. I'm giving back. God damn it. (laughs) Exactly. Look at me. It, you know, it's, we got to him. It's not strip mining if I sell the gold back, right? Ah! Um, but um, but yes, and so yeah, and that's what they've been doing, and it's like really cool, and like a, a bunch of different like uh, Caribbean artists, uh, many like reggae artists and soca artists also participated. Um, and and I was so thrilled though when I found out that Mula was part of this. Yeah, same. I mean, okay, because you can never fault like Diplo and his cohort for their taste. That's one thing you can't say. Yeah, absolutely. And this track is just the shit. I mean, I was like really excited. I was like, oh, is this a new single off uh, Aguas? And no, this is just brand new Mula. Um, so really excited about that. And then we're going to follow this up again. Our ladies of eternal dopeness. And we're going to follow this up again with something that's a little off character for me. But um, here we are. Um, it, this is Caliucci's featuring Raycon. Um, and this is Nuestro Planeta. And it's just a little bit of intergalactic reggaeton that 
is just kind of the jam. And You're playing Reggaeton by Kelly Uchis. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you are anymore, Richard. You're welcome. Amigos que no conozco Ahora 
pareces otro Dime por qué has cambiado tanto No ves, me estás engañando Yo conozco en realidad quién eres Lo sé, todavía me quieres Hola, me recuerdas una vas a amarme de por vida Dime si podemos pretender que solo somos tú y yo Estamos en otro planeta Que tus amigas no se metan Tal vez así lo podamos hacer Richard, we need to talk. About what? Are you divorcing me? Are you pregnant? It's not mine. <laughs> um, no, although like if you ever want someone to, if someone ever has the hiccups and you want to um, get them to stop, tell them you're pregnant. Ooh. I did that to my dad once. It worked. Gag. Stop it. He didn't love it. <laughs> I was like, I cured your hiccups. He was not impressed. You are a dick. Anyway, I am. I am. That's hilarious. Um, but what's so, happening, Bev? Dirtbag Bev. Anyway, uh, no, um, no. So we saw Maluma, and it was this. Forget we saw. We met Maluma. We did meet Maluma. Maluma. It That's was, how I spell it with like multiple O's. It was. It was pretty cool. It was really something, wasn't it? I would say so. Yes, I'm convinced he's Jewish. Um. Wow. Not where I thought that was going. <laughs> no. After seeing him. After seeing him live and meeting him, I'm convinced he's Jewish. Um, I mean, I am very happy to look in his pants and confirm for you. Um, I don't know that, that I'll... Doesn't, that doesn't tell you anything anymore. Um, what? Are we living in, like, the brave new world of Jews where it's just like, oh, you know, it's just like, we thought it was, like, more indie to just, like, it was more organic to just grow it. I mean, probably, but, like, you know, just a lot of people are circumcised. Just like it's fine. It's just like we're all wearing turtlenecks now. It's totally it just cool. Doesn't confirm or deny anything. Really, well, these days, whatevs. So we went to see Maluma. Um, thanks to our good Judy friend of the show, Cindy, from a few episodes back. Shout out to you, girl, doing big things out here. 
amazing. It was an amazing, amazing event. It was ironically at an old synagogue yeah. downtown. Maybe that's what it was. I'm Maybe. just like, he, well, he's up there. He must be Jewish. He was like, Shakira. Um, yes! <laughs> oh my God. Um, and so, yeah. And so it was great. It was honestly, legitimately. And no, I'm not. Stop the podcast. The podcast is over. The jokes ah! will not get better than that. It's over. And I'm, you know, and I'm not just saying it was great because of the open bar. Like it was legitimately a good show. Um, you know, openers included Rio Bamba, Sara Skolnick from New York City, uh, Buscabulla, um, those the BBs, and then um, and then Goldlink, um, who I didn't know before, and I I'm not gonna know after, but. Um, the sound was rough um, because apparently uh, Maluma took the whole day to do sound check. Um, and but but most importantly, what I got from that whole night, and again, I thank you, alcohol, for being a facilitator. I didn't hate it. I had a great time, legitimately. I liked it. But in in a ways, it was like my first like live mainstream reggaeton experience. Same, and that's exactly and like <clears throat> I, that was probably the biggest takeaway. I was just like. I went home and like I downloaded like seven or eight, you know, reggaeton songs and I, I have no regrets. You know, I'm embracing my new Urbano lifestyle. Um, this is I'm living my truth. I, I admire your open mindedness. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a marginal uh, reduction uh, uh, in my hatred. It's a good five to seven percent less that I despise it. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it still mostly sounds the same to me. Uh, there are notable exceptions, and that's what kind of got downloaded. So, like, I've been playing the fuck out of, like, you know, Shakira's La Bicicleta. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, we've got to, like, um, you know, we've got to do, like, what Isabella does and, like, dig and find, like, the good shit. Right. I mean, most of it still sounds the same. Like, there was a playlist of, like, 60 songs on YouTube, and I was deciding when I was going to pirate. And I was going one by one, and I was like, nope, the same, nope, the same, nope, the same. There was so, one There was one Maluma track that I got that has Thalia on it. And I, for a minute, I was like, ooh. am I only downloading this because Thalia is on it? Um, I genuinely love that song. Now, isn't Thalia on the song that we're going to play next? No, not at all. Um, J okay, Balvin. Take that out. J Balvin is just by himself on this one, and so J Balvin did do a song with Talia, and that's what I'm thinking. Oh, possibly, but no, definitely not this one. Um, yeah, I'm having no, my just take all this out, Richard. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I just I have several problems with reggaeton that I want to address today. Um, I didn't want to do it when Isabella was here because can't we just play a song? No, we're gonna unpack this bitch. Okay. Um, I didn't want to do it when Isabella was here because I wanted to be polite. You know, Miss Thing was bringing in a whole playlist of reggaeton, and you know she delivered. And actually, what she brought was great. You know, like I thought we unpacked a lot of stuff about reggaeton. Well, she brought you know she brought in like something that that she brought in a playlist that she knew would be appropriate for our show, which I was very excited about. Like she really understands like the nuances and like the bizarre bullshit that we like here um and so she brought a lot of that and it was awesome like i really really appreciated that show um but like you know reggaeton for example like i have multiple issues with it so for example the fandom you know that's one of my big things i i will often start stop liking bands because of the fandom so like we talked about bombastero before and lcd sound system um reggaeton has a fandom i just i just feel like reggaeton is what android users listen to um, <laughs> <I just>, Ouch! <laughs> no, but it's it's more okay. That sounds incredibly classist, but no, I just um, I, there's a certain persona around reggaeton, 
like again sort of like not not dissimilar to how hip-hop is very misogynistic and homophobic reggaeton is the same way um you know there's a certain like when we were going to this event i thought i was gonna have, have to be wearing skin tight jeans with a crisp white shirt and like a, you know a blazer and four hundred dollar versace sunglasses like if i wasn't wearing that i was like i was gonna not be let in it's a hard aesthetic to reclaim, let's say. It's just like, you know, it's the whole, like, we all need to look like we just came out of an Emporio Armani catalog, and I don't like it. Um, and then the other thing is sort of like, going back to the homophobia, the whole time, like, so after I went back to work the next day, you know, I work, I, you know, I work with a lot of, like, Latin ladies, um, and so everybody was hyped that I, like, not only did I see Maluma, I met Maluma. And like everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that's my husband, that's my baby daddy, but he's gay, right? And I'm like, uh, oh, right. What? That's the rumor. Well, there's been a rumor, but it's just like, you know, and so a lot of them were like, well, he did a song with Ricky Martin, and a lot of people are saying that they had a little thing together. And I'm like, that's hot. Oh, oh my God. That w- I mean, I would pay all of the pay per views, but like, that's not the point is that like he did a, a song with a. F- I was going to say a fag with a gay and then immediately everybody like he's gay. Like okay, this is the ridiculous. implication. Yeah. Um, and I do have to say the, you know, $20 South beach silky bullshit he was wearing did not help his, his case. Um, nor did the top knot, but I'm just saying like he, you know, I, I don't like this sort of like homophobia just because like he's like calls himself pretty boy. Immediately. Everybody's like, ah, oh, he gay. See, he gay. This, that he gay. Mm. And it's just very like, really, guys, this is what we're doing. This is what we're... He just knows who he is. This is what we're endorsing. He's pretty. He's very pretty. I mean, eh. He's one of the most attractive Jewish men I've <laughs> seen in a long time. <laughs> Not Woody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I just, I was, I was... Uh, I mean, again, I wasn't impressed. Like, again, he dings all the things that I'm not into. Pretty boys, top knots, silk and South Beach shirts. Um, but, but I think it was a bomber jacket. Um, I didn't see him in one. Maybe, maybe when he hit the stage. But, 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 and it's a big but because I'm Puerto Rican. Um, it, he was polite. He was humble. The moment, charming. the moment we met him, he was like, oh, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Picture, picture, picture. Okay, thank you so much for coming. Enjoy the show. Um, and then from the stage, like, there was, like, a whole sound issue. Um, so, and, like, he had to leave the stage. And then he came back out, did, like, two songs. And he was like, hey, guys, thank you so much for sticking around. So sorry about, like, the issue that we had earlier and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not trying to say that I, like, I just discovered that he was a human. I'm just happy that he wasn't a douche. You know, he put on a good show and you know what, walking off the stage when the sound was what it was, was the right thing because then he came back and made sure that he gave everyone a great show. And it was fabulous. I mean, he he sang the Shakira parts and that like, um, Chantaje song. He even sang La Bicicleta, which is not his song. He doesn't even have a feature on it. Um, he really was like, all right, we're going to really do it. Um, and I had a great time. And so, um, I wanted to sort of pay tribute to like my, your newfound acceptance. I do, you're, you're overdoing it. My miniature 
threshold opening <laughs> for reggaeton. Um, because I, and I, and I didn't want to half step it. I, I was going to bring that Maluma song with Ali and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to half step it. I'm going to go the whole way. And your, your opening of diplomatic relations with reggaeton. That's all I'm saying. That, right. That's all I'm saying. Like, you He's know, talking about lifting the embargo. I, I've stopped missile testing, you know? And, um, so I brought in a song by J Balvin, his good Judy from Medellin. And, um, this song is called Sigo Estrañándote. Like, again, I, re- I went, I, I decided I was like, I'm going to do this, the whole thing. Like, it's not going to be the pop shit. This is the, the reggaeton romantico stuff. And I love it. No apologies, y'all. Tú sabes que no quiero perderte. Sabes que este amor es tan fuerte Era mi diablo lo de los dos yeah, yeah. Es que esta noche volveré a tocarte Cuando la luna deje de mirarte Y me entregues todo tu cuerpo Entiende que yo sigo extrañándote Te cuente no sale de mi mente Siempre presente Yo estoy pendiente A tus movimientos Buscando la oportunidad Veo que subes Instagram No te importa el que dirán, bebé Con las fotos que tú subes Yo muriéndome Por ser el que te calienta En las noches Y te quiero ver Para resolver Dime dónde Por favor responde Contéstame Infinity. 
just listening to is Always There When I Need You by Salt Cathedral. It's Which their, I loved. It's their new track and it is beautiful. I love it. it it's sort of, um, it's a bit like churches with like a tropical kind of new Caribbean vibe. Yes. Very into it. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're from Bogota. So like, I think it's really curious that this is sort of the sound that they make because Bogota is not a Caribbean place. Bogota is like cold, mountainous, damp, um, and I absolutely love, 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 love what they, what uh, they've been what they've been putting out lately. Well, the irony about that is is that they got into more tropical sounds like dance hall and things like that, mm-hmm. living in Brooklyn. Huh. So they must have like landed in Canarsie for a while. Yeah. No. Well, they were living in Crown Heights, huh, and they got in. You know, you hear dance hall all the time there. Sure. And that's one way that they developed their love of um, dance hall Caribbean music. Which I definitely see, and like you know, it's it's interesting because like I've 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 known of them and like I've seen them live a couple times, and like you know, like they they've been like they're one of those bands that like have become like one of those Latin bands uh, that have become very well known out of the Brooklyn scene and, and just well known in New York City, um, and it's it's interesting because like I, you know they've always been in the background and I've I've, I've never paid that much of uh, uh, that much attention. Uh, funny enough, they were at uh, that Maluma thing and like we met them and. I uh, had a chance to talk to them and I've been listening to their stuff lately and I just like I think it's so cool like it's so expertly crafted um you know maybe like maybe not every single song might like you know strike to the heart but like every single song is like meticulous um and no, so and like some of their songs are incredible holy soul kills yeah. me every time I hear yeah. it <clears throat> oh but, um speaking to their uh their dance hall side uh, anybody who is listening should check out their song Run for the Money. It features Assassin, who is a very serious dance hall dude, so they are not messing around, just mm. wanting wanting to make sure everyone knows that. How do you feel about their song with Modest Yahoo? I'm not a fan of Modest Yahoo. Right, but I actually really liked the song, and I was surprised. I caught myself, because, I, again, I was prepared to be like, oh, this is an, that that hackney guy, and like he's actually really good. He's not a, honestly, okay, he's not a bad musician. I yeah, just don't like him. It's one of those things that we're like, we don't want to like it, but like, it's like, you can't really deny that it's like decent. 
Um, and so, yeah, and like, I actually really, really like the song. I think it's called Unravel, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and like, Unraveling. I, oh, Unraveling, see? Um, and I, I really liked it. I was like, I, I, I just had them on Spotify this week, and I was like, ooh, this is cool. And I was like, oop. Um, and so I was like, replay. <laughs> More guilty pleasures. Yes, um, this is the unpopular opinions episode. <laughs> so, but but I'm gonna play something pretty solid for you now, and we're gonna stay in the Caribbean or like keep with those Caribbean vibes. Um, this is a new group called La Dama, and the song I want to play for you is called Poro Maracatu. Now, this is a four member group, and they got together because of one of these like international artist fellowships, one beat humanitarian. Thing. And they're all from different parts of uh, the world. Hang on. The members are from Brazil, Colombia, Venezuela, and the United States. What? So they're kind of like an international supergroup. And, you know, it's, it's hip hop. There's a lot of um, Latin American folkloric vibes, but they're mixing a lot of different things. Poro is a cumbia genre from Colombia and... So yeah, let's just listen to the song. I think they're they're up to something interesting.
Okay, so Richard maybe doesn't love that one as much. I mean, I don't hate it. They're not bad. It's more a matter of like, I, I'm, I'm often a little, um, uh, I don't want to say suspicious, but I get a little like eye rolly with like stuff that's like, um, a lot of Latin music tends to be very like uh, up, upbeat, you know, that's like, again, a little cheesy, a little corny. That's another reason I... I kind of roll my eyes at reggaeton yeah, no, this like, is, yeah and this is like also you know it's very one world exactly which is fine i mean i don't i like but there's, that hook there's there's that spirit is very necessary these days i think there's so much shit happening yeah it's like um, the 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 more like horrible and like despair ridden the world gets the less yeah. corny that stuff starts to seem yeah again like there's a lot of like again like i feel like bomba stereo has gotten very like we are the world we are the children and so like you know it just kind of all ties in like I, I find a lot of that stuff corny um i really like this like musically rhythmically it's very interesting and i really do like the raps that hook though um yeah it, i just want to say okay so it is interesting like i just think it's interesting that like on the one hand it's like this like uh it's this very free hippie pan latinism right NGO friendly deal. Um, and at this, but at the same time, it's like, um, they, they're getting into some interesting stuff musically. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just looked it up. Maracatu is also a genre of music. It is from Northern Brazil from Pernambuco. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So this is, they're not, they're not just like slapping things together. Or if they are, they're slapping really interesting. Well, no, I mean together. they they obviously know what the hell they're doing. Like, the, the, I mean the the song itself is not a simple song. It's not you know some kid on an acoustic guitar. Like it's it it took crafting. So uh, I can definitely definitely respect that. Um, so yeah, so uh, throughout the show, I've played um, a lot of stuff that again is kind of like very anti what I usually go for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, our next little set uh, is gonna be some really, really fresh discoveries that I had this week. Um, um, well, by the time this airs, it'll be a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's honestly like some of the coolest, coolest, freshest things I've heard all summer. Um, so, uh, and again, they're a little weird and they're also not maybe the kind of thing that I would usually go for, but I really, this I'm behind 100%. This is not me trolling, the 100%. Okay, this I want to hear because this guy everyone's talking about and I have not listened to him yet. So Kuko is a 19-year-old uh, indie musician from uh, California, um, LA, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and yeah, he's this you know weird, nerdy Chicano kid. Um, and he's very like, very millennially, um, you know, very like, <laughs> pastel sweaters big glasses and messy hair um and like he did this interview with me too very like you know he's like i'm latino and a lot of like latinos like don't like me because i'm i'm anti-machista and i love being that like sort of in that sissy side of indie um and so like that although I'd, i'd like to point out that like whole sweater glasses cardigan thing boys wearing pink has been like around for 20 years absolutely no but there's something about him that's very now Mm. and like and so you know i played you the song and you're like wow it's sort of like you know 80s synth with like 90s with like a thousands indie and just like very now like septum piercing h&m model um it's just like um there's something about it that's ironic but it's also really sincere the lyrics are super sappy, but like, it's just something about it that is so engaging and it's so charming and I'm obsessed with it. Um, and so, yeah, so that's Kuko. 
Um, and then uh, I'm going to follow that song up uh, with a song by Ocean Lips. This came to me via Guillermo Swine, friend of the show who was with us uh, a few episodes back. Um, and he Hi, was, Guillermo. And he was like, oh, my God, somebody just sent me this. Holy shit, check this out. And it's um, Ocean Lips is a new wave band from the Dominican Republic. And um, immediately I was like, huh? Um, and so I, I think one of the guys, maybe the main guy is based in Barcelona. Um, and they kind of recorded this EP for like three years. Um, and it's called, uh, I forget what it's called. Um, they recorded the EP for like three years and it's just fantastic. And you can find them, uh, on Bandcamp, Spotify, all that jazz. Um, and the song that we're going to play is Selling Boats. It's my favorite one off the EP. Um, again, these guys are super cool super fresh. I encourage you to find all of these records and artists and listen to them and um, give them your money. I promise I don't want nobody else to be around me but you And nobody's touch and nobody's lips can make me feel like yours do Our hands interlock, nuestros labios se conocen Nuestra noche es corta pero hermosa, we'll be okay Dreaming of you and I'm alone Baby don't trip, I'm coming home Kick it with me, I don't care if the sun is gone If it ain't including you Promise that I'm gonna love you It's about that time you knew I swear I don't see nothing better than to lay here with you And I hope you know I miss you From my head I can't dismiss you Eres lo que yo anhelaba en esta vida Que me falta lo que siento It's so real I can't lie to you for real Sabes bien que te quiero And if you're down to stay Just let me know You know you're my 
Listen
Bev. Drag me. That's I've not come to do that. Why that's, are you making this face? That's not what I'm here for. No, um, <laughs> I liked both of those songs. It was weird because they were both nostalgic for me in the sense that they sound like things I would have been listening to 15, 20 years ago and really jamming out to. Or like, okay, Kuko, we need to talk about him. Okay. Um, no, he does sound very now. There is something very now about him. Right? Like, it's 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 retro, but it's still super now. Well, like, the sappiness is also, like, you know, 20 years ago indie pop. Right. Um, that it's so sincere. But also, like, the lyrics are well-crafted. Um, his nasal vocals are, like, indie 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit like Rick Astley. Yeah. And then also like 20 years ago, like nerd rap, like kind of like a little bit baby dayliner, but then also like indie, like dismemberment plan. And so it's just dragging me way back, but it's also like Spanglish with like that current, very, very current, um, R and B beat. So it's almost like, I don't even know what happened. Someone spliced DNA from 20 years ago with like people now and like, the dinosaur egg hatched and we got Kuko, which is great because a lot of times I'm really missing that feeling of like old school indie, like the sincerity mingled with the irony mingled with like the, I'm just going to do this. Well, a lot of people have been comparing him to Caliucci's and apparently they have, they have done some collaboration together. I I saw a video uh, online where like she was performing at some sort of session and he was like playing guitar and like doing backup vocals for her. Um, mm, I can see that. I can absolutely see it. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting. So I'm, I'm, uh, he already has two albums out. They're on Spotify. Um, and again, this, this new song, Lo Que Siento, um, it's like brand newish. It came out this summer at some point. So um, I think he's really interesting. He's performing at Normal Baja. Um, I think they'll probably book him for regular Festival Normal. Um, he was one of the headliners as we, at Viva Pomona. Um, he's, again, cotton, like not headlining, but he's playing a big... Uh, he's one of the top sets at some festival. I think it's Tropicalia that um, got in, in L.A., I think, somewhere, in, or in California, uh, with Los Tigres del Norte, with Caliucci's like... Well, it looks like he's coming, and there's nothing any of us can do to stop it. He's so. 19, and he's slaying it, the game. You know, which is great, because, like, okay, he's not blowing my mind, but um, at the same time, I really wish there were more artists who, like, right. had his level of chops. Well, and, by the way, that the at the end of the song, when you hear the horn... Uh, that trumpet, he is the trumpet player. So uh, there's something about knowing that he's 19 and also like a band nerd. Um, Like, you know, you can tell that this is not just something that he learned off the cuff. Like he was probably in band in high school. And he's like, well, let me use what I got. Um, As opposed to like somebody who like, you know, they've got like an Ableton program yeah. and they're like, I'm going to make a song. I, I really, really appreciate that. And then um, let me pull out some warmed over R&B beats. And then what do you think about it? Just say whatever comes into my head. I mean, it kind of sounds that way and it's so cute. Um, what do you think of Ocean Lips? Did, did you get the same sort of like throwbacky vibes? It was definitely throwbacky, but also very now. I was into it. Yeah. The same thing. Like, and I, and I love that. Um, I feel like. You know, culture moves on too fast for me sometimes. So yeah. I, I like it when I'm like, no, no, we could have still made some more songs like that. There's like, we're not out of ideas yet. Well, the record is very like Echo and the Bunnymen. It's very like, you know, um, uh, I don't, I don't want uh, like a little bit of the Cure at times. Um, it's very that. Um, I do, I but don't, with more colors. Yeah, it's it's just like again, like I, I encourage you to listen to the whole record. Like it, it, there was something about it that really took my breath away. I sometimes um, have fake synesthesia, and I'm like, yeah, they're throwing around lots of red and yellow and orange. I mm. like that. I kind of dig that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, alrighty, cool. So uh, we have reached the end 
of this episode of Song Mess. I mean, it's jam-packed. You guys can't really complain with, you know, like not getting enough. There are songs, there are rants, <laughs> there are prob- there's probably going to be plenty of Twitter fodder for, for some of you. Um, but, um, let's keep the conversation going. So just as a reminder, you can always find us on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, uh, all at SongMess, uh, well, Twitter's at SongMess Music. At me personally on Instagram, I'm Bad Idea Potluck, and I will send you stickers. Um, and in if, the mail. And you can at me personally on Instagram, at Ann Coulter. Um, <laughs> um, you can always message us directly. Um, at uh, songmessmusic at gmail.com. Uh, we just received a really lovely message about our um, about our Ecuador episode, which like is just a new listener just like found out about us. Um, I will I will make sure to sh- he made he also made uh, several suggestions. So I'll make sure to shout you out uh, specifically in a different episode. But you know, glad to see that that Ecuador episode has made the rounds and reached uh, an, an, a bit of new audience. So welcome, guys. Um, and then, uh, Bev, where can people listen to our ridiculous rants? We are on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. Yes. Yes, God. Um, doesn't seem like Spotify's happening, y'all, so sorry about it. But um, we have four platforms, so y'all don't really get to complain. Um, so I want to wrap up. Um, I w- I'm actually really excited to play this song. This is This is actually like a little jam of mine. Um, but it was a request from also a listener. Uh, this is for Ricky Morales, uh, down in Atlanta. Uh, hope to meet you, uh, soon actually. Um, and, um, yeah. And so he messaged me, he's like, Hey, I'm a big fan. And like, I really like what you guys are playing. He, I believe he is, uh, sort of like a, like a, uh, Latino rights activist, uh, in the South, which is really cool. And like, he's apparently moving back and forth through like different cities in the South. Um, and yeah. And so he was like, Oh, I, I would, you know, I, I would love it if you guys played, you know, like some Tomasa del Real or something like that. And I was like, well, she hasn't really put anything out recently. Um, you know, like we definitely played her at the beginning of us starting this podcast. And he's like, well, she just uh, had a feature on that Cali Mozani Mobs track. And I was like, Oh, that's my joint. We will absolutely play that. Like you need encouragement to play Kali Mutsa or your mobs. How dare you call me out? Um, <laughs> drag me. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. So we're gonna sign out with Lady Dragon again. This is Kali Mutsa and Mobs, and it's featuring uh, Tomasa El Real. Again, this is this is the jam. This is the perfect way to sign out. Um, I'm living my goddamn dreams. Um, anything else to add, Beverlycia, before we go? We love you all. All right. And kick Nazis in the face. <laughs>